0: Welcome everyone to Loud and Proud Orlando. It's Monday, September the 19th, uh, 8.42 p.m. Thank you so much. We're about uh, 13, 14 people live right now. Thank you so much for your support. Um, We start and we start with presentations. Uh, Orlando, cuatro a cero, cuatro a cero, cuatro a cero. Right. So before we start with that, we're going (laughs) to go ahead and... uh, Um, You know, just encourage everyone to totally follow us on social media. Um, The link of our Instagram account, which we post a lot of stuff, uh, news and things like that, it's on the comments, on the comments chat box. You'll be able to leave your comments if you subscribe to the channel. Uh, Subscribe to the channel, double click on the bell so you can get all notifications. Drop us a like. Check us out on Twitter at LPO underscore podcast, Facebook. Instagram, and also YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. Thank you so much. And also, we're on audio form on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as soon as this uh, uh, live version ends. I want to thank everyone in Germany, in Korea, and Peru that are fans of Loud and Proud Orlando as well. I've been checking the stats. And also, everyone from the City Beautiful, City of Champions. Now, we're going to take the uh what's it called uh Ch- champa the 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 moniker of champa out and you know we're gonna go ahead and uh put it in orlando now because we're champions so um again subscribe to our channel double click on the notification bell for all notifications uh f- you know we decimated Toronto I was actually expecting more out of Toronto coming up uh having three players from Serie A uh a, I honestly thought that it was going to be a tougher road for Orlando, uh, even though we were playing at home uh, with with all the fans, and you know, coming out of the the massive loss and the massive L against uh, Philly, I thought things were going to go differently. But I was um, greatly mistaken, and I, I I mean the the stamina, everything clicked. I think when our wingers click and have a great game. And again, our left back and right backs have a great game. Orlando wins. It's becoming now more and more apparent. Cartagena is getting used to having that solid role up in the mid, like he does in the Peruvian national team, in which I want to congratulate Pedro as well as um, Wilder for being called up. Uh, I will be there at Burbank I do want to tell everyone, uh, all the Peruvians that watch the show, I'll be there at Burbank to cover the Peru-Mexico game. So um, fantastic. Phenomenal game from Ivan Angulo. El Rayo. El Rayo. You know, um, I think he was uh, decisive. Two assists. Right? Mauricio Pereira, Silky. You know, uh, I think it all worked out. But having the wingers... Being so influential in attack, it truly helped Orlando. And that back line of Toronto with a Serie A caliber player, it was completely decimated. And that tells you also a little tear right here because I grew up watching AC Milan, Pato playing in uh, um, AC Milan. You know, uh, Ronaldo Nazario, you know, when the Serie A was one of the best leagues in the world, and unfortunately their quality has long been withering down their quality of players. That tells you MLS is on the rise. Serie A, even though they have the pedigree, just like their national team is withering down. Um, Insignia didn't do anything. So he's a starter in the, Na- in the Italian national, League, <laughs> in the national team. So uh, that says a lot, you know, uh, about the quality of the MLS And you know, I couldn't be any more proud um, with the guys. So I want to give the mic to to Paola. Paola, how are you today? Welcome, and uh, you know, I know that are you still hangover or no?
1: No, I'm 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 here with water, hydrating, and everything. So Um, I'm cool. I'm cool.
0: It's a party in the USA. (laughs) I'm
1: doing fantastic, Luis. (laughs) Even though I couldn't wash the entire game on saturday i was in a hotel having fun with my girlfriends and everything because it was my bachelorette weekend and i put the game on the hotel i didn't care so i watched when facundo um score score that goal um and then i was you know looking at the stats and everything but um i look at the highlights so we can talk about that more but it was a heck of a weekend for me but i'm glad with um with y'all here so
0: all right, David, how you doing, my friend? Good to see
2: you again. Well, great weekend, if you ask me. So much so that I broke into song immediately after that. Because Champ Lando.
0: Champ Lando, there you go. Champ
2: Lando deserve it. deserves right. it. I was like, whoa, 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 everywhere we go, watching Orlando. Putting on a show. So that's how I left the uh, the stadium. Of course, it's a flat-out ripoff of a uh, Stephen H. chant, but they told me it was okay, so it's all good. Um, in, in all seriousness, I, uh, I, I want to thank the 20-something people that on both games came to say hello to me and congratulate uh, not only myself, but... Uh, my partners in crime here for for the podcast. Uh, I have to say, uh, in person, I'm I I know I'm a disappointment because I'm super shy. And, uh, you know, people, I guess, expected me to be, you know, seven feet tall. And I don't know. But uh, the fact is, is that uh, I'm super humbled by the fact that, that people go out of their way to say hello and to tell me how much they enjoy spending 90 minutes with us on a weekly basis. So thank you very much for that, for the words of encouragement. And, uh, and just simply to tell us that, uh, that they love the show. Uh, it humbles me because uh, you know, I've been creating content for for years now and it wasn't until this project came to be that um, I sort of gain uh, you know, this, 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 uh, notorious, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I have to call it. Maybe perhaps because our our show is visual versus an audio podcast where people never get to see your face. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I just want to say thank you very much. Um, there's uh, there's uh, news that we should talk about. Like um, Luis already mentioned uh, Cartagena and Galese. Uh, were called to the national team of Peru. Obviously, the big the big story is the snub mm-hmm. to Facundo Torres, uh, who I think is a is a tragedy. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's a tragedy uh, that this player keeps being uh, put to the side. Uh, our friend Alonso said that he's basically, uh, you know. Diego Alonso is just mad because he couldn't hack it in, in MLS with Miami, and he's taking it in, on, on the young lad. Perhaps there's a lot of truth to that. I want to uh, thank our uh, friend Ricardo Moreira. for. Uh, I saw him Saturday. Briefly said hello to him. Uh, sends his best wishes to the pod, and uh, also he was super excited. Obviously, this was before the game. Uh, I think uh, Ricardo uh, is about to Embarking a very, very busy offseason. Just to let you know, uh, once Orlando kicks this last ball for 2022, our friend is going to be going uh, taking on the friendly skies. Uh, once again, racking up the mileage uh, and uh, on his uh, freaking flyer miles. And also, I want to uh, congratulate Ricardo as he won first place uh, today uh, or over yeah. the weekend for the 2022 Celebrity Golf and Football Foot Golf Tournament. So, Ricardo, there you go. And I'm going to make it public, Ricardo. I want you on this show. And I'm not going to rest until you are a guest in this show. Let's go. So we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Make it happen. What was that, Luis? I no, said, so let's make it happen. Let's do it. We're going to make it happen. You guys know me. You guys know me. If I slid, in, I, I slid into somebody's DM, I'm going to make it happen. Uh and lastly, before I give you guys the microphone, uh Orlando City has announced this past week that forward Jacqueline has been loaned to San Antonio for the rest of the season. Uh Jacqueline had a stellar uh season with OCB, in my opinion. This is personal comment. Um uh um OCB did not see uh, aside from the, the players that we have mentioned before, Monses Javier Otero, we did not see a lot of um, players that uh, can you know we can point the finger and say, oh, I want this guy in the first team. Also, the league uh, failed to deliver what the league had promised that it was going to be uh, quality, competitive football. To me, it seemed like a step up from um, from the academy, if you will, and. Um, I don't know. Uh, players going on going on loan seems to be the kiss of death. We're on the street, is that we're going to be trading Jacqueline to uh, St. Louis mm-hmm. when St. Louis comes in. Jacqueline is a product of the former USL uh, um, uh, Academy uh, for uh, St. Louis FC. She's a St. Louis native. So definitely, uh, you know, um, that may have some uh, legs right there. So with that, Luis, microphone back to you.
0: No, well, uh, I wanna let's read some comments first, and then after that, I'll give you my peace of mind on regarding um, Facundo Torres, and then we'll pass the mic to Paola. Jonathan uh, Rittner says, "Let's effing go!" Been waiting all week. There you go. Thank you, Jonathan, for all your support. Thiago B, saludos, señor Ñoño Pineda. Un saludo a Tiago, al gran Thiago del el Fútbol. Un abrazo. Joshua told great win versus Toronto. Hector Ayala, Low Fire, thank you so much, sir. Banjo, Vamos, thank you so much. Joshua Tall, and that was an amazing goal by Facundo Torres, and also Galece did really good. Uh, Joshua Tall, I like the hat, thank you so much, sir. Uh, (laughs) RonaldCityShop.com, free advertising. Joshua Tall, Cartagena has been doing great. Um, Banjo, uh, what a game from AC and Rodrigo. That's right, I mean... You're containing Insigne, a player that I mean, he's a starter at the Italian National League. Uh, one at least one of the, you know, the recognizable faces of that squad and he was nowhere to be found. I'm still looking for him. I don't know where he's at. Guys, uh, here Thiago, uh Pineda, ese campeonato que ganó Orlando City, ¿qué premios le da? ¿Le da dinero? Algún tipo de premio y aquí le respondí. Let's see, Banjo, I love watching Angulo play. Hope we can sign him. I agree. I agree. I completely agree. I think uh, Angulo needs to be here next season. I think uh, he's playing tremendously. And again, these are the type of signings th- this, this front office is doing. Uh, low risk, high reward. Cartagena coming from you know a terrible club out there in the Middle East, and then now you got Ivan Angulo. They're both making sort of an impact. Mo did also had an impact the, the first weeks he was in Orlando. So let's go. <clears throat> uh, Juan Gabriel Cochón Echevarría. My English is very bad. Thank you, sir. My fr- thank you, my friend from La del Fútbol. Uh, uh, Joshua Tall. I think and hope Orlando City beats NYCFC when they play them. We have to beat NYCFC. There's no like, oh, we hope we beat them. No, we got to beat them. We got to beat them in the Red Bull Arena. Sinjin Grant, Ivan Angulo, uh, my man of the match. I agree. He made everything happen. I completely agree. Mateo Tirado says, Señor, tiene información el jugador Alonso Llovera del Club Orlando City se interesado en él. Yeah, there's, there's a rumor about that. Si hay alguien interesado de Alonso Llovera va a ser para OCB, sería la reserva de Orlando. Yo no creo en el primer equipo, no eh, en las posiciones donde él quiere jugar. Eh, yo creo de que ya hay jugadores ya ahí, pero no sinceramente. I'm going to be completely honest. Whoever is his representative, it's probably letting colleagues know, hey, spread the words about him, you know what I mean? So it creates a little buzz right there. So, you know, so offers come in, you know what I'm saying? You know, so it's just part of the game. Any news on Galese? Pedro Galese will be playing against Mexico uh, um, Saturday, the 24th of September, uh, friendly. And then Wednesday, he'll be traveling to D.C. on Audi Field and play El Salvador. Uh, now, after that, I honestly don't know what my understanding and from my information, for what I know about the player, he's very happy in Orlando. His kids are going to school. They speak in English. They are completely acclimated to life in, in the United States. Uh, he just bought a beautiful red, uh, red car. I think it is a red car. I don't know what kind of car he has. But he has a really nice car. And, uh, you know, he's just setting sail here. His friends live here. Uh, it's good, you know. So uh, the only offers, honestly, known for Peruvian media uh, that he would have is Argentina. He's not going to devalue himself going down there, even though he's Boca Juniors or, or River Plate um it's not gonna i mean he's gonna have to not want to get paid he's gonna get paid less than in the united states for starters if he goes to argentina he's gonna be playing for club not for money right so and uh his kids are gonna have to go from being bilingual to just solely spanish right so uh, it, it is a quite of a difference so i have all the respect I, to our argentinian friends
2: happen. with all the respect okay with all the respect there's no way Pedro Gales is gonna go from making a salary in U.S. dollars to yeah, Argentinian pesos I mean, that, are, that are being devaluated yeah, every week. Yeah. I'm sorry. And no.
0: then the only other option right now that he had before was uh, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, the, the Saudi Pro League. And honestly, I mean, to, I mean, he's gonna make bank there, but is it gonna be good for him? Uh, is he gonna be the star of the team? Learning a new language.
2: It's not gonna be great for his wife. I got uh, yeah, Orlando. Def-
0: yeah, I mean it's just culture shock, right? And to his little kids that are growing, or maybe being apart from his kids. He's such a family man now. I really, truly don't see. So I think Orlando has a huge chance before any other MLS team goes and says, "Hey, go- hey, I'm um, I'm LA Galaxy. I'm um I'm here to. We already took away Shack." Uh, we took away Dwight Howard, and n- now we're going to take away uh, Pedro Galese. So I'm here to offer cash, and we can just move to Burbank, and then we can he can just come play. I mean, that could happen. I mean, he he's, a, you know, so I think Orlando needs to re- definitely put a little f- the foot in the gas, in my opinion, and literally pay the man, you know, I mean, what he deserves. I mean, he's the best player in the team, at least one of the best players in the team. If not the best, at least the the one that makes the most um, of the difference from all of them, right? So now um, let's, I want to touch the subject of Facundo Torres. What has happened to Facundo Torres, uh, it happens to a lot of players, unfortunately. But I I have a conspiranoic theory regarding this. Diego Alonso in the MLS, he failed. I just want to say this. He failed. He was given the keys of the castle and he thought the MLS was going to be a walk in the park. And the gentleman completely utterly failed with a franchise that literally couldn't see that. I mean, even now they have no clear vision what they want to do with the club. I- I- I'll be honest with you. And I'm not saying anything negative about the fans or anything like that, but they don't have no clear idea what they want to do now. Personally, I think it's just a matter of he picked someone that's not from the MLS. I think he just didn't want to call him up because, and that's just my opinion. I'm just going to say this is not Loudon Pradoledo's opinion or Dave's opinion or Paula's opinion or the club's opinion. This is my own opinion. You guys can tweet me, and curse me out if that's what you want to do. But I think he's just salty. He's salty that he failed in the MLS. And he's punishing a player that, in my opinion, he could definitely boost Uruguay, the Uruguayan national team. And they don't have a really easy group in the World Cup. They're playing against Portugal. And I know this is not the best Portugal, you know, uh, but it is Portugal nonetheless. And, and, and they play with a lot of heart. And if they want to be top two to go to the next round, you're not going to go and get Ocampo. I'm sorry with Kato Campo that got called up, but Facundo is a player that could play in several positions in attack. You can use him as a winger. You can use him as a 10. You can use him as a striker if that's what you want to do. False nine. I just really don't see. The only reason I see why he didn't do it is because he has a little bit of saltiness against the league. And unfortunately, Facundo is the best player in his squad too. And he's scoring a lot of goals and being the man. So I mean, he's he's that positive vibe they hear, uh, you know, kind of shared in Peñarol, uh, making all his friends play great, all his teammates play great. He's doing the same in Orlando. Like Angulo is playing great, Cartagena is playing great, Caris is scoring goals. So you need a player like that in any team. And uh, Diego Alonso, if he doesn't see it, there has to be a second motive. Because foot um speaking just about football or soccer, you know, soccer IQ, I think Facundo Torres is in a in a different level than the guy who they just called up, which is Ocampo. Another thing is Cesar Araujo. Why is Cesar Araujo not called up either? In my opinion, I think Cesar Araujo would be such a boost in the mid. And I know they have great players. Federico Valverde for once. He should be a star in Real Madrid always. Obviously, but he's making a difference, and he's definitely going to be a starter in the Uruguayan national team. But Cesar Araujo, he's the future. Look the level he's playing right now against people that are already supposed to be consolidated players in the league, players that are supposed to be playing ninety minute stops. He's decimating the, 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 the any, anybody in the mid in there. So why not take? So that's the reason why I say I think he's salty about the failures. That he had in the MLS. I don't see any reasons why. Uruguay is a small country. Darwin Nunez, for example, he's I'm sorry I'm gonna say this, but he, he right now he sucks as a striker. I think he he took Liverpool's money right now. And 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 no one's saying anything about Darwin Nunez, but it is unfair in my opinion to just knock all up two players that are truly making a difference in their club. They're truly making, they're the best two. I mean, Galese, Araujo, and Facundo Torres. You take those three players out of Orlando's uh, uh, starting lineup, I'm sorry, but we probably won't beat even Sacramento Republic. I am sorry. So if Diego Alonso doesn't see it, it's because he's salty. That's just my opinion. I don't know what are your, uh, your thoughts there about that, Dave.
2: I'll make it quick so um, I can pass the microphone to Paola. Um, I, I'm just I, basically what you said. Basically what you said. Uh, the Olons is just salty. Um, I uh, there ha- you have to be uh, through a piece of dirt to pour out your insecurities and uh, bargain the country's success in this tournament simply because because you fell in a league that that that's supposed to be a retirement league you know Diego Alonso was supposed to come to MLS and lift MLS cup first year he had he had Matuidi he had um uh Pipita he had his brother I mean he had a, a he had six freaking uh uh DPs I mean not even cheating they managed to uh make the playoffs that year and um He's just mad. He's just mad. I'm sorry. He's just mad. And you know what? Uh, I'm not gonna claim that I'm a Uruguay expert. Uruguay has the population Uruguay has less people than Puerto Rico. Let's just put it to you that way. And um, the but they are a cauldron of football players. Look at what we have three in this team. And people, if if it was up to people, we'll be fielding eighteen Uruguayans uh, on Saturday and on uh, Wednesday and on Sunday. If you, if, if, if you ask your run-of-the-mill Orlando City fan. And um, Facundo Torres, is, an, Facundo Torres is, is, is working his way into being one of the best Orlando City players in our history. I'm just going to say it like that. We paid what we paid, and I feel that we stole him from Peñarón. Bottom line. There's a lot of heavy rumors about him going to EPL. I buy him. Because I'm, I'm, t- I'm, to tell you the truth, I know from good sources that he was uh, approached by Arsenal that same night of the friendly. Facundo Torres was the only player in their in their U.S. tour that scored against them. When Facundo Torres scored against Arsenal, that was front-page news uh, for the English media. Uh, as a matter of fact, they, it made its way to, to different places in the world as well. You don't score on Arsenal in a friendly, you know, in a, with an MLS team that is supposed to be garbage, right? Uh, and, uh, and and not get noticed. And, and lastly, you know, uh, MLS is a league. Uh, seeing that Saturday was uh, Latin 9, Noche Latina, uh, which we will talk about that. Um, does a very poor job at advertising itself in Latin America. How many times, and Paola gets more than I do uh, when it comes to this, how many times fans from Uruguay go, hey, where can I watch the game? Because right now um, ESPN America uh, puts out one game on the weekend and it's just a random game of, of whoever's available at that particular amount of time. Uruguay is thirsty and hungry to uh, get more news about Facundo Torres and uh, we, you know, what are we doing? To quote uh, <laughs> some guy that I have a bone to pick on. Uh, so that's that's basically what it is. Um, I know Facundo is upset, but well, you know what? Good things come to those that wait. But the uh, the again, fact of the matter is is that when you see the numbers, uh, eleven goals, eleven goals and assists in eleven games. I mean, come on, to snob a guy like that. I don't, I don't care if the guy is, is in MLS next. If you're scoring those type of goals, you're having those type of contributions, you have to give the guy a shot. But again, uh, I don't know who uh, Diego Alonso is uh, getting advice from, but uh, what he's doing is counterproductive.
0: Uh, I'm going to play, uh, before giving the mic to Paul. I'm going to play what he said. Uh, it affected him tremendously, uh, especially on practice. And actually, Oscar Pereja was thinking of not playing him. Uh, against Toronto because he saw him like distraught, right? And uh, as any good coach, so let's play what he said. Uh, and thank you to Orlando City Communications uh, for allowing us to to film the footage, and as well uh, for Rob, uh, great tra- great translation right there, my friend. If you're watching this.
1: Este, <laughs> Me vieron y me ayudaron muchísimo. Eh, demoré un poco en, en empezar a entrenar, di vuelta a la cancha contigo. este Y nada, creo que el profe cuando vio mi cara de que volví a entrenar, este, sabía que yo quería jugar, hoy quería jugar. Eh, soy un jugador de que me... Uh, I received the news uh, just before going out for, for training and uh, there were some tears in training and I started to run around uh, outside of the field with, uh, with our assistant coach Diego Torres. Um, I, you know, once once Oscar saw my face uh, in training, I think he knew that I absolutely wanted to play. It's something... Yep
0: so that's exactly what he said all right if you guys want to see the whole footage uh, we have the whole entire press conference on our youtube channel it's right there available as well we have the, that snippet the translation has transcribed so you can check it out it's on a reel on our instagram page which you can see that you can subscribe and follow on the link that's on the chat right there chat box okay so thank you so much paula what are your thoughts about him not you know a player that doesn't get called up for his national team, uh, being the best player in his club, um, two years back-to-back, back, one year in Peñarol, one year in now in Orlando, and uh, he goes and instead of crying uh, or bickering about it or taking the day off, he suits up and scores a goal and becomes uh, the star of the, of the 4-0 win. What are your thoughts regarding that?
1: I mean, I think it's amazing. He's 22 years old, and you won't expect that from a 22-year-old, right? <sighs> you will expect that he yeah, will, D. like, cry. Yeah, have a fit. Like, have a fit. and, and I mean, he did and cry, being, by... he, Well, it, it is normal. We're human beings. We're not robots, right? And And it's like comparing yourself at work and you want a, a position really bad and then you get bumped because you thought that you had it in your hands because you're doing so well in your job and you're having all of this success and then all of a sudden you didn't get it. It's the same thing for Faku and for a 22 year old, I would have done the same if I would have like being a player, I would have been running around to st- stress relief and, and not thinking about it, but at the same time he was like, you know what? I want to play. And he demonstrated, like he said on the video, if you watch the entire footage, he said, I will talk in the pitch. In the pitch, and, right. And, and, he, and he did it. Like, that was a, you're welcome. It was your bad. At the same time, it doesn't mean that he couldn't go to Qatar on, on November. Hopefully, he gets called up. But at the same time... It's like you guys says, like I don't know what Diego Alonso is thinking about. You have a secret weapon that it could take you to the next level and you're not using it in your advantage. So hopefully we can see more of this. Like this is a shut up and let's keep moving. Um from Faku. This is like gasoline to him on 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 his performance. So I was bummed because I know that um, people around him was really, really into the results on Thursday and Friday to see if he got called up for the um, for the team. And I was paying attention, too, because that person told me, hey, tomorrow or Friday, he's going to, you know, know if he's going to go up or not. And I was looking into it. I was like, oh, I don't see his name. And like you said, Araujo, like what, what he's top number five right now comparing with Europe um, midfielders. He's top five, and he did not call out. I'm thinking that is what you guys are, are talking about. Diego Alonso, it could be the, the technical staff. I don't know, but they're missing the opportunity to go to a, the next level of winning that World Cup. But is there is there <sighs> flaws? Is there losses? But at the same time, hopefully he can perform really well and I'm not having any doubt on it on the future um how you may call it on the future games that Orlando City has to come around that the last two games are super important and I know that we're gonna talk about them later
0: yeah let's let's read some comments and then we'll go dive in into what happened uh against Toronto the hunker down I'm tired of all the Kara haters just get him the damn ball as a number 10 showed there you go I, I agree with you, hun- hunker down. I mean, he and he said it in a way, and also is in the footage right there, you can check out the 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 the, the post press conference. Uh, he said it. He said, you know, I'm I'm playing for me. I think the goal was great for my record, and but at, at least the team won. That's the most important thing. Uh, and he doesn't really focus on that, according to him. Thomas Dupree, we need to keep him until until at least next summer. I, I agree. I think one more year. One more season. Uh, one more season and see maybe he can we can we can get to the MLS Cup. You know what I mean? Uh Jonathan Rittner, need a rough translation of this. Yeah, it's on there, man. It's on there. Thank you so much. Victor Rivera, Diego is thinking he plays for he plays for Orlando and they beat me. <laughs> <laughs> laughing my ass off. I would say hell. No, that's probably it's probably true. Personally, I'm just going to say this. This is my own opinion. I'm not, it doesn't represent what loud and proud is, Dave. My own opinion, because I've covered South American soccer. Diego Alonso did great in Mexico. Mexico is a complete different, you know, ball game because, you know, you get also people that pay a lot to, 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 for players, right? It's a very competitive league. Um, He did great there. But my, personally, my own opinion, I would have not liked him as a Uruguayan national team coach. Personally, he's green to me. I think uh, in the qualifiers, he didn't show because he came late to the party. So the the team of stars of Uruguay felt pressure to play great for El Maestro Tavares, which was a former coach that was there for like two decades. Okay, so they felt pressure. It's like, shit, we're not going to qualify to the World Cup. Like we gotta win now. And he got, I think, the he he got the the a okay of the players and okay, let's let's go and qualify. And that's what they did. They beat Peru. Um, they started winning and then they made it to the World Cup. Now, is he a coach for me that it's gonna take Uruguay to the final of the World Cup? Uh he's a dynamic coach. No. He to me, he's just one more of the bunch. It's just my own personal opinion. I have zero faith on Diego Diego Alonso. Zero faith. Now he could prove me wrong, hopefully, in the World Cup, but I don't like him as a coach myself. Um, so let's um you know, I want to thank um 181 Creative for all the pictures. Um our pal uh, George Raymond Odom. Thank you so much. And let's watch, you know, this beautiful picture right here of uh, to me the man of the match aside of Facundo Torres I think it was Ivan Angulo right um to assist um influential in the in the, in the play um definitely winning a lot of fandom uh from a lot of people and um fr- from starters table what were your thoughts uh coming into the game uh, what were your expectations and what do you think it it made a difference for Orlando to get this result?
2: Well, first of all, El Rayo Angulo, Ivan Angulo, has been uh, low-key letting himself be known. Um, you know, I remember he gave me uh, Adrian Winter uh, vibes. A guy nobody knew who he was. Yeah. I you know, comes in, no, no you know, the, the, he, was, he was announced as an afterthought, Hey, we signed this guy, Ivan Angulo. Do you know him? Eh. And this kid has uh, moved himself into a starting position. Um, since I will say since that run that we have four games, for winning games, and then we went to uh, the championship, and even though there were losses, Philadelphia and Atlanta, uh, the guy has a silky touch, a calm demeanor, you know, he's not like uh, getting in people's faces. He just he just goes, you know, he gets fouled. He's like, okay, let, you know, let's just go play. I think that that's a nice balancing force because in Orlando City, we have a lot of hotheads. We have a lot of people that, that you know, like like to uh, get in people's faces. And one thing, uh, it just dawned on me, the fact that our yellow cards for descent have basically disappeared. So I guess... Um, we're finally maturing and understanding that <laughs> uh, yelling at the ref, telling him what time it is, really does nothing for our big goals. Um, so again, Angulo, uh, another diamond in uh, another diamond in the rough, right? That, that we, we find a guy that was not getting playing time, wherever he was. Uh, again, nobody knows who he is, and and look at him. Look, at, I, I mean, you have to look at. Um, the assist that he has contributed, uh, um, unfortunately, unfortunately, he has not scored a goal. That's coming, in my opinion, and that's the type of player that we that we need. That we need. I I'm I'm all for signing this player. Um, again, you know, low cost, high reward. Once again, uh, Ricardo Moreira and Luis Musi, um, making magic, making magic, turning, uh, turning. Uh, livers into turnips <laughs> as they say yeah that, you know um,
0: i agree with you um, i don't know what our paula's thoughts uh, or you know when you when the game first started uh, when they say hey we're going to play toronto what were your expectations and then what did you see in, in on the pitch
1: i thought that it was going to be a rough game it could be ending in a tie for being honest but I was so happy. I, I didn't watch the entire um, game, but the little that I could watch, everything connected on Saturday, like through the the goalkeeping, through the front end of the lineup, like every little piece made a difference. Rodrigo Schlegel, Antonio Carlos, they were connecting, and we didn't see that against Atlanta last week. Um. And and Angulo, they they he and Faku they had a lot of chances on Saturday that they got lucky. It wasn't six to zero on on Saturday or five to zero. On and like David said, Angulo um won his starting position on the NYFCSC game that he assisted Techo with that. Um, on the stoppage time. That's when he clicked. And then going forward, he's starting in each lineup. And right. that was our secret weapon. Um, what I could see, um, we started scoring goals. Like they were determined because they knew that this team, it was not going to be easy, but they got into their mindset, into their head on scoring those goals in the first, on the first um time. Uh-huh. And they lost it. And then, they tried, but Schlegger was there, Antonio Carlos was there, and Galese was there. Like, yeah. more mo- motivation for the, for the club to see to say, I need to sign Galese at the end of this season.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to I wanna add uh, on this um, how great the team plays when their wingers are clicking. And when I say clicking is they are decimating whoever is in front of them. And Ivan Angulo yes uh well um last game Richie Larea my friend Richie Larea, here in La Orlando will give you a lot of praise but you were the weakest link my friend of 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 that back line and, uh, because and if you keep playing on that level <laughs> Canada doesn't stand a chance in the World Cup my friend I'm just saying you were an open door just like the frozen song loves an open door Larea was an open door that on, on that game. Uh, Angulo was just passing through like it's nothing. Um, the same thing, and that's what I was surprised. And this is, I, I hope that Diego Alonso watched this game, because Facundo Torres he destroyed Domenico Crisito, which he's supposed to be a also starter in the national team, a player that is the. Uh, You know, a caliber player and all of that. I mean, Facundo was just having a feast forcing Shane O'Neill and Lucas McNaughton to get out of position and then the whole backline was just a mess. So that's where the goals kept coming for Orlando. Now, to say something about Toronto, um, I don't wish any ill intent. I think Mark Anthony K Richie Larrea are great players. um, You know, but Another weakest link on on this team was Michael Bradley. I mean, this guy, he needs to be a commentator. I, I'm, I'm gonna say right now, he he has lost his bite. He's no longer that six like that, you know, four by four jeep, you know, you know uh, that that will go 90 minutes nonstop pressing people. Unfortunately, you cannot have just one number six and be Michael Bradley there. Because he just couldn't do it by himself. He just he just couldn't do it. And then what, what was Orlando doing that was right? Rodrigo Schlego and Antonio Carlos were very good at neutralizing whatever attack Toronto tried to create. But the most important part was our wingers were working fine. And then the rotation that I noticed between Urso and Pereira throughout the whole game. For example... You see Urso right there below the nine with Urgent Cara. Is Urso a 10? No, he's not. But what does Urso give you? Traveling with the ball and maybe, you know, because of his physicality, more of like the roughness against bigger center backs like McNaughton and Shane O'Neill, right? But then you have Pereira playing as a number eight, but then they kept switching sides. So you will see Urso sometimes in Pereira's spot and then Pereira in Urso's spot. And they just kept doing that. And then Toronto didn't know what to do. Uh, it was the And I think everything was just clicking completely. And obviously Pereira got an assist. Actually, Ivan Angulo earned uh, two assists of the night, bring the season to a total of three assists. Uh, is the first time he has uh, notched a pair of uh, goal contributions while wearing an Orlando City uniform. And, uh, you know, Mauricio Pereira became the first Orlando City Lion to post multiple double-digit assist seasons, tallying his tenth of the campaign, tenth assist. Uh, Pereira's um, assist on Keras finished, he matched his own club single-season assist record which he currently holds for 2021. Uh, he holds the the record with Kaká in 2016 and Yoshimar Yotun in 2018 and Nani in 2019. So um, I think that worked for Orlando. The rotation between Pereira and Urso, rotating positions constantly, having the two center backs, um, very solid out back. Wilder Cartagena was also good, but the... Why did the attack work? Because Angulo and Torres had a great night. And because Toronto allowed it. Toronto allowed it. With Larea and Domenico Crisito having a terrible game, it forced Lucas and Shane O'Neill to do double duty. And they couldn't handle it. And then you had a six like Michael Bradley that needed to have some, some air in his lungs to continue playing. Uh, he doesn't have that bite anymore. It was, it, it was all Orlando. It was all Orlando, so that was a little bit of my analysis right there. I don't know if uh, Dave wants to add anything regarding
2: that. Father Time remains undefeated, and uh, mm-hmm. you know Michael Bradley's finding that out. As as people like me, are, you know, contend with the fact that we are not the men that we used to be. So, with that said. Um, Toronto. The Toronto game was a nice lifeline for this club. I think uh, we missed a great opportunity on Wednesday to secure our playoff uh, life. Unfortunately, um, and, and all I gotta say about the Atlanta game, um, we played not to lose. Um, I don't. I, I, I believe I said that night that this this players this club needs to learn to win the games that that, that matter to the fans. Um, But, you know, can win them all. Uh, Atlanta's not going to get a trophy uh, because they defeated Orlando City. Uh, Right now, they're making the the postseason is very uh, highly unlikely for them. Um, They are at a huge disadvantage. They only have two games left versus three games uh, by all the teams around them. Uh, so all I have to say to the fans is, you know, they got us. That's what happens. Uh, they're our bogey team. We need to work that out. We need to re- be relaxed. You know, they're not, they're, they're not the Atlanta of three, four years ago. So, you know, when next time we play them, we just need to play them like we play Toronto, like we play everybody else and, and just, just go have fun. And if we win, great. And if we don't, we don't. Uh, because the, the fact of the matter is, is that um, – you know, defeating Atlanta is 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 you get three points if you beat them or you beat DC. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you know, it it was disappointing um, that you know I even mentioned I even said that night that our third kid should be a Santa Claus suit or a paramedics uniform because we tend to gift away points and resurrect the seasons of teams that should be that, um, but, uh, obviously we're going to talk about the, uh, the playoff picture. So I don't want to get too ahead of myself. The, uh, the game in Atlanta, uh, versus Atlanta was, uh, forgettable to put it behind us. We sure did with a goleada for Neil. Um, and, uh, with a team that in my opinion is, is more talented than Atlanta. It's just, unfortunately they're, they're, you know, they, they got those players at a time when they were uh, deep in the table, and once you are deep in the table, it's really, really tough to to get back from there. Um, so nothing. Uh, let's rest these two weeks. Um, I see the players already are traveling. They're going to the beach. They're hanging out with each other. Uh, you know what? Facu did to Mauricio was dirty. Getting his uh, his son a uh, peñarol uh, jersey uh, when the man is a Nacional player. You know you just don't do that. Sometimes friends need to understand there's boundaries. You don't cross them.
1: (laughs) And the kid was happy. I know. He was having a good
2: moment. I would have been like, get out of my house and burn that thing.
0: (laughs) No, I'll be honest with you, but Peñarol to me is... If I had to support one or the other, I'll support Peñarol. That's just my opinion.
2: Okay, so uh, Mauricio being a guest in this show, it's out of the window. No,
0: so no, 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 it's not out <laughs> the window.
1: I'm, I'm just <laughs> I, I
0: don't have I don't have nothing as Nacional, it's just that you know Peñarol is it's you know it's it's the people's team, you know what I'm saying? It's you know, it's different. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's just my opinion, but uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to um, mm-hmm. kinda I wanted to kinda add out uh, uh, what you were saying regarding Atlanta. I, in a way, disagree with when you said that Toronto is a better team than Atlanta. I think Atlanta had better players in key positions that did not allow Orlando to found that goal. And the difference was the mid. Because if you look at the lineup, Orlando lined up pretty much the same as they did against Toronto. But they just switched Angulo for Torres. And... Uh, this was, a, to me, the, the breaking point was Tiago Almada was, it's it's, it's their Facundo Torres. So the, he was their best, is the best player of the team. And then Santiago Sosa, he has that bite. One thing that, um, you know, Bradley did not have on, on Toronto. So when a player as a six, like Santiago Sosa has a bite, it makes it difficult for Urso and, and Pereira to keep doing that switch that I was talking about. And that's why uh, Sofa's score put 6.4 uh, scorecard on Urso. So uh, I think they have a, a little bit of better players, at least in some key positions. And then it was just a bad night for our center backs, I think, because that goal for Tia Almada honestly should have not occurred. I mean, it, 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 it we just... Unfortunately, I'm gonna say this: it, Orlando just let it happen.
2: Yeah, I agree. I
0: don't know if it was just tired legs or whatnot, right. but I right. mean, you don't give a space like a player like it's like if it's like if Toronto would have given like all the space that they give Facundo Torres to create chances in attack, like mm-hmm. the, the backline allowed it, and you allowed a player so dynamic like that um, to to just do that to you, you know? It's, yeah, it, I mean, it could been the good thing is that Dom Dwyer didn't score, <laughs> you know no,
2: how for sure. It? Or and, Martinez, and, yeah, yeah, Martinez. <laughs> that, that yeah, that yeah, would have that, that would have baby, cry baby boy. Yeah, that cry baby that uh, hates uh, rice and chicken evidently. And uh, he, listen, he's yeah. gonna be out, out probably out of MLS next year, so he whatever. hates yeah, rice and chicken. Yeah, yeah, he he flipped over a table full of oh, rice and chicken. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean that's. A cancer, if you ask me. You don't you don't behave like that. That's childish. You don't what, want to play like up.
1: that. You don't want no, to play that in like your team.
2: What so what what's gonna happen when uh your football years are over and you have to get a real job, you know? What's gonna happen then? You're gonna be acting up like that, please. I credit. wouldn't hire him. No, I wouldn't. Oh, f- f- come on, get out of here. So uh but uh, the uh no I would well uh, Luis, just to build on what you were saying. Um we uh I, I have to say that uh, uh, on Twitter, I posted pictures of how the goal happened step by step. Um, it w- it, uh, two things uh, to me turn out to be the main factors of it. In uh, one, and I don't like to call out players, but in this case, you know, they just fell asleep on the wheel. Yeah, uh, Perea should have, run- should have run with his man. He chose not to. And at the end, uh, Antonio Carlos, who is so good in decision-making, uh, decides to go to ground instead of staying on his feet. And at that point, once he goes to ground, uh, it, it was over because the player obviously doesn't shoot, keeps the ball. And uh, right now he has a defender on the ground. Um, Juan is too late to react, and uh, in and it's a 1v1 against uh, Pedro Galese, who was already going to ground. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just a gift. And, and this is the thing that uh, as an as as organization that we need to realize, again, we need to stop gifting points to teams that should, should have been dead. Atlanta right now should be eliminated from playoff contention. You know, it's a cruelty that we're giving these people hope when there's none. You know what I'm saying? Because what's going to happen is when we return to the uh, hostilities first week of October, we, they're going to find out they're not going to the big dance. Those are facts. They're not going to go to the big dance. And Luis, whenever you're ready to talk about um, the playoff uh, picture, I am yeah, ready for that.
0: Right? Let's do that. Let, let me put the, the – Yeah, my brother, please Hold do on.
2: Well, Well, you're doing that, Luis, and uh, obviously we're going to get the input there. of power on this. There you go. Uh, this is this is uh, this is what's gonna happen. So we we Orlando City, we're sitting there on fifth place, tied with Cincinnati. Um, it is uh, we are we're above them uh, because uh, uh, that were the first tiebreaker is wins. We have thirteen, they have eleven. Um, if it was on um, goal differential, that story will be way different. Um, in this two week. Uh, break that we have. We are not playing, but two teams actually have a game, and that's Cincinnati, and that the next one would be is Cincinnati, and I believe, uh, Luis, if you go down a little bit, uh, let's see here, Cincinnati and and Charlotte do have games. Uh, I believe it's the twenty seventh and the thirtieth, they're gonna they're, they're gonna have games, so. Uh, for Charlotte, they can put themselves in the playoff picture, but Cincinnati—it's running the—we're uh, running the risk of being dumped to sixth place if uh, they manage to get points. So obviously, uh, we're not going to be playing, so it'll be impossible for us to recover. Uh, so all eyes have to be on Cincinnati, and I'm going to give you guys the date for that game. Uh, that is going to be By the way, Cincinnati is in the in league's cup i don't know the, i don't understand the rationale for that um they're going to play uh, a, they're going to play a uh, a friendly yeah yeah against like, Rayadas
0: de guadalajara exactly
2: <laughs> that's, that's that you know those are now chumps those that's the second best team in in mexico in my personal opinion um the uh they the 27, are 27 yes against seattle at which is not minutes. right. It's not an easy task. And then on Friday the thirtieth, they're playing one Field. Yes, they are. They are away. So uh, all of us are Sounders fans on the twenty seventh. Oh, green all, all day, <laughs> all day. And then on the thirtieth, uh, we're all gonna stand up and sing "O Canada." Oh Canada. Yes, for sure, because they're gonna be facing at home Inter Miami. I need to Miami that won their last game by sheer luck. When oh. I tell you that the that uh, football is a pound of talent and an ounce of luck, I'm gonna tell you for they, they probably stuck six ounces of luck in there. Uh, you know people that uh, that like to add a little bit six ounces of luck because what are the chances? Game is almost over. DC goes to clear the ball hits one of their players, bounces back, gets on the feet of the wrong freaking man, the, the a, a guy that, you know, the slowest guy on the pitch, the oldest guy on the pitch, and he buries it. And, of course, the media is saying he's back. No, he isn't. He may be back for a, a Golden Corral buffet line. That's why he probably is back, taking seconds and thirds, but he's not back to win games. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. And then, sweet uh, tomatoes. Also, yeah, the sweet, no, and no, the sweet tomatoes is too healthy for him. Sweet tomatoes, <laughs> too healthy for him. That's that's my oh, wife's place. Healthy. I hate going there. I hate vegetables. Okay. Every time my wife forced me to go to sweet tomatoes, I basically, uh, I just stick to the pizza because I don't want to eat anything else. <laughs> and I'm lactose intolerant. So that means that I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to be stinking up the house when I get back. Uh, First big game, Atlanta United against uh, New England Revolution. We're all New England Revolution fans that day because Atlanta's season may end at that point. A tie or a loss effectively sets them apart because all the best thing Atlanta can do, my friends, is 46 points. That's a point above us. Let's say, let's say we lose all three games, right? We end up with 45 points. Atlanta, the best they can do if they win both of their games is forty-six points. So that's why I was saying that they are the weakest team out of this equation because they have less games. So uh, we're so again a tie effectively, uh, you know, gets them out of the out of the picture. Um, uh, Charlotte is going to be playing against uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia right now on cruise control. They don't care about winning games. They they, they know that they have the uh, supporter shield on lockdown. They're playing a lot of uh, bottom of the table teams. And uh, we really need uh, Philadelphia to start winning, to start winning decisively against these teams that are chasing us. Red Bulls and uh, Columbus important game that we uh, hope uh, Red Bulls wins. Um, then we have that same day, we have Cincinnati and Chicago. Again, hoping that uh, Chicago, Chicago. uh, yes, play spoiler. Sunday, October 2nd, when we return back from the hiatus, we're going to be at 1 p.m. at uh, Red Bull Arena playing New York City. To me, a game that we have to win. We have to win no matter what. If we want to take a stab at uh, making uh, a run for the fourth space, a fourth spot, I should say, I should say. Uh, to host a, a a playoff game, otherwise, if we don't, my friends, um, you know, you better make it to the last game of the season because our our playoffs playoff run is going to be away from home. And that's, if you want to see Orlando City in Orlando, that probably will be your last chance. Uh, so definitely, we need to win New York City. New York City is a must win. Uh, a, a tie, it's not the end of the world, but to me, it's a must win, especially knowing. That uh, Miami is chasing it. I mean, uh, yeah, go ahead.
0: I'm gonna say this: Orlando depends um, only on itself. Correct. Uh, Orlando uh, has to win the next three games in order for go to cruise control to the playoffs. There is nothing else Orlando can do. Now, yeah, they can maybe tie against New York, but they gotta win against. You gotta no, win absolutely. Absolutely. Gotta, and and the, to me, the the team that it's winnable definitely is Inter-Miami. I mean, uh, line by line. Absolutely. NYCFC, a- 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 NYCFC is not a bad team. Even
2: PM without the
0: Castellanos.
2: A PM on Wednesday. To me, this is the game, Luis and Paula. This is the game of uh, in October that it's going to define our season. Right. It's, it's the final of finals, if you ask me. Is an uh, in-state rival. We had the, we got the best out of them. The last two times that we have faced them this year, they have a bone to pick. They want to make playoffs for the first time in their history. Don't let them fool you. In 2020, they did not make playoffs. That's, I'm sorry, they did not. Uh, you know, they can go uh, take that bone to another dog. And uh, so Orlando City has to go and once again reiterate that they're the top dog in this state. Plain and simple, wow. uh, and and I gotta I gotta tell you this, guys, and, and with this I finished. Uh, Miami is not gonna give away those points easily. They're not Santa Claus. It's a, gonna be a bloodbath. It's gonna be a cage match. If you if if you can make it, fortunately it's a it's a weekday for me. There's no way I can make this game down really there. Goals. Yes, this is yeah. This is this is um, Hell in the cell. This yes, this is playing. This is playing in the backyard. This is playing in the street. Like when you were kids. Yeah. This is that type of. uh, It's it's gonna be violent. I'm I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be. uh, There's gonna be a lot of cheese slices shown in this game. Maybe a red card or two. It's gonna be a match because for Miami's playing for their life, and so is Orlando. And after that. Uh, obviously, decision day, we close the season with Columbus, and hopefully by that point, our playoff uh, hopes are settled in stone. So that's that's basically now, it. Mm, go ahead. Now, the reason why Orlando needs to win the
0: next three games, and I'll be completely honest, is because we lost against Philly and we lost against Atlanta. If we would have won against Atlanta, we would have maybe, you know, I mean – the Philly game, I didn't think it was gonna end out five to one. I thought if Orlando was gonna lose, it was gonna lose two to one, you know, maybe one zero. I, I didn't think the floodgates were gonna open this much out there in Subaru Park. Now. But the Atlanta game, that should have been a win for Orlando. And and this is the reason why Orlando now is forced to win two derbies back to back. Because these are two derbies. Whether I will argue
2: three, Luis. I will argue. Yeah,
0: three. I, I will say three big rivalries right now because Columbus has always been at Achilles' heel, and you know New York and Inter. We, you know, there's history of beef on both. Now, the good thing about the New York game is that they they're playing in Bon Jovi's hometown, New Jersey. You know. They're playing in Bon Jovi's hometown, New Jersey, in Red Bull Arena. A team that, historically, it's better than NYCFC. They've done more for the MLS than NYCFC, in my opinion. Let's see how NYCFC, um, you know, does. um, You know, but honestly, I don't see people from the Bronx traveling to New Jersey. That's just my opinion. I don't know, but... Orlando ha- must win the next three games to just cruise control to playoffs. If Orlando loses one of those games, he- they are forced to win the next two no matter what. No matter what. No matter what, they got to win. So um, it's going to be um, hard, um, a hard path in my opinion, but I mean, I think against Inter, it must be a must win. And I don't know how, you know, Oscars, I mean, look, two game, three games in... In like less than like eight days, man. It's like, like I mean, that is that's pretty crazy. I mean, are, 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 do we have the depth? That's my question. Uh, I don't know if you want to go there, um, Dave. Do we have the depth to make that happen?
2: We have to have. Heart. Is- we have to have heart, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. We just have to have heart. That's it. Uh, out of all those games, um, we cannot lose against Miami. Not because of the rivalry or anything like that. We can just we can't lose against Miami simply because they are the team uh, that is in the hunt, in the hunt. Uh, and I think um, they 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 are you know a wounded cage animal. is always dangerous. So we have to go like you said. We have to go win these games. Like I always say, winners win. Losers make ex make excuses. So we just got to go prove to people that our trophy is for reals and we want more. You know, a playoff team destroys bad teams and beats good teams. That's how it is. That's
0: right. What are your thoughts, Paola?
1: We cannot play like we did play against Atlanta. We didn't have a a bad game in the beginning, but. I think it was the desperation of, is Atlanta, we have to win? We allowed that goal. Um, another thing is, we didn't had Cesar Araujo on, on the Atlanta game, neither on Toronto game. Hopefully, he's back. He's sick. He's sick, right? So hopefully, he's back by the time we play NYCFC because he's a key player. Like you said, uh, Luis, if they take Cesar Araujo, Galese, and Faku, we're nobody. So we have to lock in this nine points that we have in our hands. That's all I have to say.
0: Oh, that's right. And here we and, have. And I,
2: I, I want to add, Lisa, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the situation with, uh, with uh, Cesar Araujo, the guy just. Caught a cold. I mean, think about it playing in the rain, sweating, running, and you know, it gets cool. It's yeah, exactly. L- Lucy's uh suffering from that. Same thing. Uh and you know, we we tend to forget that they are humans too. Not not every time they miss is because a groin injury, a bad knee, you know, it it's something as stupid as that. He he got sick because obviously playing in the elements. So I just wanna let everybody know that there's nothing serious. He just you know, he was taken out because, obviously, if you're playing, you know, your your long capacity, you can get dehydrated una sopita, real quick.
0: Una sopita. Yeah, exactly. Una sopita de pollo, no?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, the, no. my my, you know, my wife la, makes
0: la la my, boca. my
2: wife makes matzo bowl soup that can Here wake comes up the plane.
0: Here comes the airplane.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm telling you, you know, it's you know, chicken broth. The
1: nine points. Steak,
2: yeah, big matzo bowl, some chicken, some spices. I'm telling you. I'm adol telling you. And everything. Yeah, well, you know, salt, <laughs> pepper in this case, because <laughs> Jewish people don't use uh, adobe. I put adobe <laughs> on everything, dude. I don't that's, care. Your sec-
1: that's your
2: secret.
0: That's your secret. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. You know, here we have the lineup for A- A- NYCFC. They beat the Red Bulls um, at their own stadium um you know Collins uh, it was surprising to see him played as a left back uh I'll be honest and he scored a pretty nice goal so um you know he's gonna be I think Orlando's gonna get Collins uh pretty I mean he's a really professional player he can play center back uh right there where Martins is uh he can play in that position or he could play as a left back now um To me, the the key player that also almost punishes us was Rodriguez. I think Rodriguez really loved facing Facundo, Mauricio, and Cesare. He said, look, man, let's beat these guys. I want to be the alpha of the Uruguayans here. Now, the difference between Araujo and Facu and Rodriguez is that Rodriguez played Montevideo City team like this small man it's from the city group they're all from the same now mauricio facu and cesar are playing pretty good teams montevideo one that is their small team but at least Peñarol and nacional are the two biggest teams so i think pedigree wise orlando has the better squad in my opinion in the mid mm-hmm. um and, and let's see what can happen you know i think yeah, um uh, my- that is, the video was born in two. 2014.
2: That just tells you, <laughs> you know. Imagine, you right? Know. 20, man,
0: 2014. I was in a, a man. What? A, Paula, what were you doing in 2014?
1: In college.
0: Man, it, me, that's crazy, man. You know, it's 20. This kid was born in 2014.
1: How oh, old?
0: Facebook already existed at that time.
1: Wow. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Man. Uh let's read some comments <laughs> before I feel so old. That I want to, like, not talk to anyone. Victor Rivera, hey, 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 I'm from New Jersey. Cuidado. No, 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 New Jersey's great. Bon Jovi's from Jersey. He doesn't like Bon Jovi. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I think he's also from, from Jersey, too. Yeah. Joshua Tall, yeah, the goal shouldn't have happened. Joshua Tall, great analysis. Thank you so much, Joshua. Uh, Joshua also says, do you think Araujo will be back for the NYCFC game?
2: Um yeah, I would say yes, because uh say, yeah. he was he was he was at the signing of autograph signing autographs yesterday, yeah. And uh for the video that that I was able to see, he looks in, in good spirits. So um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, once again he recovers, he's good to go. He's definitely is gonna go back. Um, you know, I mean you're you're sick, you're sick, man. And and, and yeah, the responsible yeah. thing is to keep him away because he can That's get all right. people sick. You yeah, know?
0: cause yeah, and then you know people are gonna say you know the the c word. You know what I mean? You know. So, is there any chance Jensen will be back for the NYCFC game? There's a possibility, in my opinion. But- yes, people ask
2: him. They saw him yesterday. Um, he he could have played uh, Saturday, but yeah. you know they're giving him they're giving him rest. You know. Yeah, people yeah. forget that uh jensen has been here close yeah. to four years already they've never stopped yes the guy has over a hundred appearances and uh he aside from aside from pedro he's he's the guy that is like on on the you know on the starter sheet every game we have to give our players rest because otherwise in the playoffs we're not gonna you know we're not gonna do anything so,, um, and besides, I think that Rodrigo has done a fantastic job as a backup. You know, Rodrigo knows who he is. He's you know he understands he's there to cover from when one uh, either Antonio Carlos or, um, or, or or Robin are out and he relishes that, that role. He goes in and he that's another player guys that uh, just loves to be here. You know what I'm saying? This is a guy that the only time that he has missed uh, playing for us was when his father died. And, uh, you know, the guy uh, came back from from that terrible loss without skipping a beat. And, you know, he, he says, hey, you know, my father uh, loves seeing me playing. Uh, that's when I'm my happiest. And look at uh, where he has been able to produce. So so with that said, uh, yeah, we, we should be having our full squad um by the end, by the end of the the regular season, because like Luis said, you know every game is a final. We can't afford to lose anything.
0: That's right. That's right. Uh, Paola, you want to add anything?
1: Um, if they're back, they're gonna be unstoppable because both had more rest than the others. So, let's see. But I'm happy with Schlegel. He's always like put his heart on the pitch, and either or, I'm happy. Both have experience, um, and says that he will be back. So let's see what happens.
0: I want to before we we close, we're gonna read your comments also. Uh, so just keep dropping your comments. So, um, I wanna give thanks to Orlando City Communications. They were giving us this little poster here. I don't know if it was for everyone that they got at the stadium, but I mean I No no
2: that's them. that's for uh the media because I had to pay for mine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they were giving them out in the town hall in the city in the city hall. Yeah. That yeah. same oh. one? Yeah, that oh, same wow. one. Well, I tried to cool grab is, one, oh, but people is, were like crazy but, grabbing so, them. Yeah.
0: So this is going to I bought mine. This is going to uh, go in my office right here. I'm do, do you
2: know? Do you know? Do, do you know if you uh, pull it out again, Luis? Real quick, real quick, because it's to me is is key in that picture. It, do you see Mark Wolf? Uh, it will be if you're looking for the people watching. Uh, left upper corner, there's Mark yeah, right Wilf. There, yeah. Yeah, Mark. yeah, there's Mark Wilf. And uh, for those that have, uh, have ever put uh, his intent and his Ooh. commitment to this club in question, there it is. Yeah. Next year, he's going to be opening the floodgates, uh, opening the wallets. So I just want to let people know that when Mark Will said that he was committed to Orlando City, he wasn't blowing smoke up somebody's uh, you-know-what.
0: That's right. And, and also, I want to go ahead and uh, show this. You know, this was uh, at the stadium, right? I'm going to frame this actually. Um, you know, put it in my office too. Got the little, you know, the little. You know?
1: I had the yellow yeah. one, and every time that I wanted <laughs> to yell the yellow card to the ref, I was like, yeah, yellow yeah.
2: Card. <laughs> yeah I, didn't, I didn't save mine, unfortunately. No. But I, I did, I did keep the one that we're giving out on that mm-hmm. event uh, at noon, right before the game. That the uh, yeah. the uh, uh, for people that follow me, that's when you know I was uh, uh, face bumping um, Kingston. Uh, now that uh, we're coming to an end, uh, real quick, I just want to I want to say the following: uh, ESPN has reported, of course, nobody gave a hoot about it, uh, that our club <laughs> uh, was found uh, guilty, uh, but there was no proof of ill intent or conspiracy to spy on Sacramento. There was a fine, uh, four digit uh, f- uh, fine. So we could be looking at a thousand dollars, $9,000. Who knows? Point is, is that uh, people who have nothing nice to say about this club, like Alexi Ladas and this gas bag uh, has been MLS 1.0 uh, Taylor Twellman. Uh, you know, they were quick to RT this thing. People that never follow MLS, people that never follow any of these clubs were quick to, uh, to RT, obviously put uh, a blemish on our trophy, on our win, blah, 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 blah. I just want to remind the fans that our haters are always going to minimize our accomplishments and maximize our failures. Don't listen to those people because we're going places and they're being left behind in the dust. And, uh, you know, to Taylor men I, I find it uh, in, in rich that you were very quick to post the, that information, which you had to uh, go back to it twice to fix the information because you were too eager to get the RTs without confirming what the information was about. Uh, several podcasters, uh, you know, I don't want to go in debt because... Um, uh, you know, obviously we're running out of time, but several podcasters that live in the area where this occurred basically said, hey, you know, it's a public park. You know, you, you don't even from the street. You can basically watch what's what's going on. Orlando City, uh, for uh, for the record, offered uh, Sacramento to uh, train at the stadium and at our training facilities, which they turned down, by the way, free of charge. So they went and paid the City of Winter Springs to go into a public park. And the story is what it is. Uh, If you're in a public park, my friends, no one has the authority of kicking you out of there unless it's law enforcement. Did they call the police? No, they did not. Well, to me, based on the story, is that somebody in Sacramento recognized this person that works for Orlando City. I think these people have beef from before. They they, they knew each other. And, uh, you know, this was an opportunity to try to dunk on each other. Uh, it's just petty rivalries that were blown out of proportion, and that's not journalism. That's just that's just gossip. And lastly, uh, I am proud that our podcast, Loud and Proud Orlando, remains uh, a, a supporter of our club, remains a advocate for the fan, and a platform for all fans, regardless if they like me or not, regardless if they – uh they they you know they are like my analysis whatever we are here for the fans and the last thing we'll ever do is to go and kiss kiss butt and uh uh sort of um uh uh vouch for uh talking heads uh just to get an rt that's cheap i'm sorry we, as a podcast, we are not here to carry nobody's luggage. We're not here to be a cheerleader for the team. We're not here to do nobody's dirty work. We are here to talk the truth, at least as we see it. And uh, I, you know, to any podcaster that decided to do that, you should be embarrassed. That's the reason why we are b- a better podcast. We're stealing your audience and uh, you're becoming irrelevant. What you did, shame on you. And everybody that knows me, Knows who I'm talking about. I'm not gonna go on Twitter to go and and say, oh yeah, Taylor 12 man, Taylor 12 man. It's it's correct. You know, we should be embarrassed. We should be apologizing. I will never. I'm I'm Orlando City till the day I die. I'm gonna die on my seat, breathing purple smoke. Um, so that's that's all I had to say about that. Uh, you know, the fans uh, will make the decision of what podcast will survive the wars. And I can tell you that at the end of the day, loud and proud Orlando is going to be on top. Don't look to your right, to your left, behind. Always look to the top. That's where we're going to be, on top of you, because we're number one, because the fans are making us number one. Why? Because we don't do trashy, low-class moves like that, like going against the club just to get some clout. Shame
0: on you. Wow. Uh, strong words from my, my man, Dave. Uh, before we go to Paola, we're going to read some comments. Cella Pegaso from La del Fútbol. Muchísimas gracias. Young guy? What? Joshua Tall. Oh, glad to hear that. Victor Rivera. Jensen was wearing an air boot in one of the pictures I saw. There you go. Joshua Tall. Agreed. Rodrigo has done a really great job. Thank you, Joshua. Saya Pegaso. It's not cool that you guys don't read the comments from the people on Facebook. No we're we doing that now. <laughs> no, we read the we read the comments, dude. No, he always says that. In lateral full is the same thing. He always says the same thing. Uh, want to say hello to Cella Pegaso. Brian Guerrero, info on Alonso Llovera. I'm gonna cloud. No, talking about Cloud. Alonso Llovera from Deportivo Municipal de Perú. Yo solo voy a decir en español un ratito. Deportivo Municipal, señores, es un equipo pequeñito de la capital. Eh, es un chico de 21 años. Si no lo ha sacado al mi causa Alonso Contreras o lo he sacado yo, puede ser humo. Lo dejo ahí. Sinceramente. Eh, Alonso Giovera si tiene que reforzar a un equipo de la Major League Soccer lo hará en la B. En no de titular. Porque solo tiene 7 partidos de titular, papá. O sea un jugador que tiene siete partidos de titular, puede ser su 20, su 21, todo lo que tú quieras, siete partidos de titular, mano, no, no, no van a sacar a João Mutiño y van a poner a Alonso Llovera, pues. Solo lo voy a dejar ahí, pues. O sea, eso va a ser para la, la B, para reforzar Orlando City B. Eso es mi opinión. Eh, ojalá que llegue, sería muy chévere. Si ha dejado referencias de él, que es lo que estoy viendo que, mi, que Franz Tamayo ha dejado. Bien. I'm just saying, I, I, there's a rumor about this Peruvian player called Alonso Llovera right? And uh, he's a under 20 player. He's actually 21 years old, but he only has seven games total, like starting appearances for his small club in Peru. And I truly feel like he will be great on OCB. I just don't see him on the first squad, on the main squad, which is because of ignorance. Unfortunately, Peruvian media portrays it. When they say Orlando City, they just put the lion and then they think it's that. But I'm just going to say this. If Alonso or myself, we have not released those news, it's more than likely smoke because, I mean, there are connections within the club. I really highly doubt but hopefully, if it's a rumor, great, because I think Peru, the Peruvian market is booming. So let's see. Uh, that's the that's, uh, es information. Victor Rivera, found guilty for someone being in a public park. Victor Rivera, <laughs> uh, you should tell facts, Victor. Uh, Joshua, tell her 12 and it's a disgrace for doing that. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you expect? I mean, that's, that's mainstream media. Smoke merchant. Tim Heart, Bedoya, Purple Heart. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Seth Antonio Rodriguez. Y'all, this is random, but any news on the brilliant Brazilian that we got from Santos? I know he's an OCB, but I wonder when he'll get called up to the first team. I know he's a hell of a talent. You're talking about Victor Yan. It's the same thing about this guy that's being rumored, yobera This is going to boost OCB for next season because what's one thing that has lacked depth in OCB? The left back position, the center back position, Hackenberg. You know, uh, uh, Taylor, um, Taylor Williams is playing great, but he needs help, you mm-hmm. know. And 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 you know, um, this kid, Yobera, he could definitely give some minutes in in the second team
2: with oh, Victorian. So
0: and then you start so adding, adding those pieces, right?
2: But I don't see him in the first team. That's just I, my opinion. If I can be honest with you, I actually have paid to go see OCV games i have I have gone in my car driven to one thousand Billdeck Boulevard in Kissimmee to watch the boys play and uh which by the way, I'm sorry it it, it twenty dollars for o c b those games should be five bucks should be free for uh season ticket holders um, that's a story for another day
0: i wanna um before we go and yeah. give the mic to paula, I wanna show two things real quick. This is a picture I saw online. It's Kay Rollins with uh, Oscar Pareja right there actually at the Heritage Park with a cup, was there today. You know, and then you got Oscar right there with his kit, you know, the, the, the breast cancer kit, which is really nice, the cancer kit. Um, you know, they're all smiles. Beautiful trophy, I must I'm 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 say. Um, I saw it also at the stadium, fantastic. And then just to also add a little thing here, um, this, is, this goes to Diego Alonso, uh, Professor Alonso. Look who's in the team,
2: team of the, of the week. week.
0: There you go. Facu Torres, Papa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm just saying, you know, he, he needs to be called up. And, uh, yeah, so he's it's just the only Orlando player, yeah? And then Alexander Collins from Peru. Ricky Push, huh? Ricky Push, man. Huh? That's, my, that's my dude right there, Ricky Push and brenner he finally he finally became super saiyan he yeah getting, it started uh, being worth something that's great great to uh-huh. see great to see but uh yeah facundo torres team of the week mls congratulations my friend facundo torres uh to close uh paula you want to start any last words you would like to say
1: yeah yeah um just I just wanna ask everybody to keep in your prayers. Um Puerto, um Puerto Rico. I'm from Puerto Rico and David too. Um they had a devastated hurricane. Um yesterday my family is okay. They had a little PTSD because of Hurricane Maria, but um wow. thank God nothing nothing major happened to my family. But there's a lot of people who got um yeah, yeah devastated because of this hurricane. But keep them in their prayers, they need them so um, I highly appreciate that. Um, also, tomorrow, new episode for Tiro de Esquina podcast, episode number nine. So um, if you guys just go to our YouTube Tiro de Esquina podcast, just subscribe. You will have our, all of our content. Follow us on, on Twitter. Here's my, my our username at T. Esquina podcast. Just follow us. Instagram as well. I don't post anything than the same as Instagram and Twitter. Alec as well. He posted random things. So just follow us, subscribe, and don't forget to subscribe to Loud and Proud too because um, Luis always upload the video of the post-press conference of the games and those are really important if you want to listen to our our coach and our t- players. Um, so drop us a subscribe so you can get notified when he uploads a video yeah so and, and,
0: I say, and, and i want to say and i want to say too uh before giving the mic to dave you know subscribe to all our social media accounts um obviously we we would like to monetize uh for the show for the program and to bring you more, better content because then i can maybe buy a boomstick maybe i can buy you know a, a microphone for the camera that i have you know, you know, so right now I'm using a lot of tools that my other podcast allows me to do. Um, we
1: can do giveaways, Luis, in the future. Right. So,
0: so, I mean, any person that subscribes is helping out in the growth of the channel and it's much appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Double click on the notification bell for all notifications. Um, we're on Twitter as at LPO underscore podcast. Well, on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube Um as loud or proud Orlando. Dave, anything else you would like to add?
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, to answer Seth uh, Rodriguez's uh, comment there about OCB. Um, yeah, what I, what I was going to say is uh, uh, OCB is probably going to go through uh, retooling next year. Um, you know, the cruelty of football. You know, if, if, if we are not seeing a future for players, we're going to be moving on. Uh, there's going to be a heavy injection of cash next year from the Will family uh as uh they have privately have said that they they want us to be an MLS champion next year and uh you know it the, the food for thought my friends we're going places uh make sure that you're on board the train cuz we are departing the station lastly um uh again uh thank everybody for sticking with us for the last 90 minutes uh uh, you know, my vlog, the legendary David on YouTube, still active. Please go check out the videos. I have three this past week, obviously one for each uh, game that I attended and one for the playoff picture and my comments about that. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the next two weeks, there's no games. Uh, we'll probably uh, next month. We'll, we'll try, we'll try to get some guests. And uh, if not, you know, we'll just, we'll take some time off, you know, at uh Maybe you guys are tired of me. But one thing I have to say before I go is Mera Papa. Instead of going to uh to the to, to the media booth and complain about the food, concentrate on making a better show and concentrate on supporting the club. You wanted me as your enemy, you got me. You got me. I'm behind you. I'm breathing down your neck. I you I got you in my scope. Because I'm gonna I, I I'm I'm telling you right now, you call me a clown on your show. You call me a clown on your show. You have uh, several times, without mentioning my name, but I know who you're talking about. You have put my, my sources into question that I exploded on your face when we signed Facundo Torres and Gaston Gonzalez. You wanna, you know, I, I was a faithful listener of your show for many years. I, give, I have given you respect, and you have not given me respect back. You are about to find out. You are about to find out. Who is the man with the master plan and the finger on the pulse of this club? It's David Valentin, not you. You are the past. Nobody watches your show anymore. It's boring. That's all I got to say.
0: I don't know who you're talking about, but all right, man. Uh, I want to thank everyone that's been online. Um, About 25 people live. Thank you so much for growing. Thank you so much for your support. Um, And vamos Orlando, guys. Vamos, Orlando. we we'll see you guys next week. Vamos, Vamos hablando. Orlando. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud, Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our Purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and ¡Vamos, Orlando!